Hello, and thank you for joining us. This is Brian, your host of the Parish the Thought Show. The opinions of said host and our guests have not been sanitized or scientifically tested, so please consume at your own risk. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, and oh, whoever okay. else is listening. Okay. Today, my guest is Tammy Poe. Tammy and I have been friends for 30 plus years. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe that? Welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank um, you. And I wanted to have you on because recently you've had some life happen in the last few years and we all have life happen to us. Um, and as I was just saying to you that we have, we're kind of in a world that kind of tells you to hide. It doesn't tell you, I guess we just, we think it tells us to hide what's really going on in our world and the fact that we all have crap to deal with. Mm-hmm. We all have the struggles and the challenges and then with the social media, we try to hide it and put on this persona that all is well in Zion when it's not. So again, right. welcome. Thank you. So I just wanted to hear your story. Yeah, we all have thank one. you for having me. And today's your lucky day or my lucky day. Oh yeah? How we worked that, yeah. Yeah, well you still look incredible as ever. And everyone can see that because I have a face for radio. I, well, you know, we're talking 30 plus years, right? You said? Yes. And I mean, I don't feel, I feel like I'm in my 30s, but we met in college. Yes. So... But we have a long history together. Yes, we do. As far as that goes, and then moving and going to California, and then you coming from Colorado, and then meeting the love of your life down there. Thanks and then, to you. And then buying our pool company and doing that, and then me moving to Utah, and you're stalking me, and then here you come moving back to Utah. No, I'm kidding. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I'm joking. No, you've been a great friend. Funny thing about so my wife years. is... She's from England, and she kind of mocks cheerleaders, American cheerleaders and dancers, because oh, she thinks uh-huh. there's okay, what are just kind of ditzy and fluffy. <laughs> and, and I tell her, I said, well, had I not been a cheerleader and had Tammy not been a dancer at Utah State, I would not have met you. Exactly. So, boom. Boom, boom. Mic drop, game over. <laughs> oh, and we're out. <laughs> That's right. So. so, tell me about some of your things been going on in your world in the last few years. Oh my well, these goodness. are big things, but I mean, tell me how you've gotten through it. Where do you want me to start? The this is all real, so start yeah. with the realist part. The realist the, part. The most, yeah. Tell um, me about your family. Okay. Fam- your family situation. Tell me about that. Okay, I've um, so I have been divorced for now five years. Okay. I was married to my college sweetheart for 20 years. Uh, That's an accomplishment in yes, and of itself. Yes, met him, <clears throat> uh, moved to California, had two beautiful boys. Um, my boys now are 22 and, well, soon to be 22 and 19. So I'm basically an empty nester, completely empty nester. Yes. Because, you know, I have... No birds. No birds. In the home. No birds in the home. Just dogs. Okay. So, um, yeah. uh, And, I mean, it's a struggle. There's things that I miss about um, having having a companion and having my kids be young. You know, you go out and you look at these young families and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's not me anymore. And you kind of miss it. You know, you kind of miss waking up at Christmas and 
having your kids so excited to open up their presents. You know what yeah, I mean? The magic of There's Christmas just is, things like that that you kids. just miss out on. Yeah. But I don't feel that old. Okay? Well, because you're not. <laughs> well, I, you know, technically, what, mid-40s plus? <laughs> I'm, I just hit 50 this year. You did. So I'm, yeah. I figure I have 50 years left on the planet Okay. if I do things right. Right. That's a lot of time Take to, care of to, yourself. to make an impact, to yeah. improve yourself, to be better, to better the world. Right. So that's a lot of time. Yeah. It's easy to look at, oh, I'm too old for X, Y, or Z, which is the biggest crock of crap that's <laughs> ever been sold to us. Well, you can't do that. Yeah, you can do anything old. you put your mind to. little sidebar example, we have a young new agent that's uh, in our uh, real estate, or our, I work for a builder. And this young new agent, he introduced himself as, I'm Carson and I'm only 21. That was his first thing. So he's already throwing a negative out there. Oh. Like, I'm only 21. Yeah. So don't expect much of me is kind of how I interpreted that. Okay. So I kind of pulled him aside and said, don't ever start a conversation with, I'm only X. Yeah. Or I'm too old or I'm too young or I'm, yes. I'm just, you know, I'm the old, I'm the whatever. Yeah. That's like defining yourself by something that's really has no value. Okay. So, I like moving it. Moving on. I like it. Yeah. Anyway, um, gosh, I, I, I don't know exactly where you want me to start. I mean, well, I've, I've had a lot of okay. accomplishments in, okay, in my you, life. Tell me, tell me about... My greatest are my, my your boys, boys. And they are my greatest gift. So tell me about getting through the divorce. Oh, goodness. Okay. I mean, how the... <clears throat> kind of where I saw a change it's so in myself. Common. I mean, it, everyone is divorced, okay. it seems like, but it's... I don't want to You're minimize right. it because it's, again, every, right. every story is, has value. Right. Well, and, and I mean, I don't wish divorce upon anybody. You know, we all make mistakes in our lives and, you know, we grow apart and there's things that happen. And, um, but where I'm at now, I feel I could not accomplish this if I were still married to that person. And so there, I found a whole different side of me, what, what other people saw in me and I didn't believe in myself. They'd be like, Hey, you should be doing this and this. You are, you have no idea the magic you have, the way you have with people when you walk in the room and you can talk to people. And I'm like, I'm just being me, you know, kind of a thing. You don't, yeah. Cause it's so common and you don't see it. And but... I don't see it. And so, you know, after I'd gone through my divorce, I had a lot of, um, friends, a lot of, um, people that were like, oh, you should, you're in sales, right? And I'm like, oh gosh, I've done everything, you know, sales. And they're like, you should get into medical device sales. I'm like, oh, what do I got to do to do that? And they're like, just get out there and start putting your resume out there. And so I had some colleagues, um, some friends that kind of, um, you know, put the word out and people had interviewed and lo and behold, I've got this medical device career starting off independently and, um, you know, worked for a company in Colorado, but out here in Utah and decided, okay, I can give this a shot. Why not? So, um, did medical device sales for them and then, um, just quickly moving up another 
larger company had um, talked to me briefly, uh, a friend of a friend kind of a thing, and uh, they created an, an associate sales role for me. And it's a pretty well-known company out here in Utah. So I'm like, wow, okay, this is, I'm, this is crazy. I'm making XYZ dollars in a little of not even a year after my divorce. I mean, crazy. I'm, I'm not um, spending as much time. I'm still able to you know, have my boys and do the things that I want to do. But then yet I'm just being me. You know, getting my foot in the door and talking with customers and just doing things that I that I normally do on a daily basis. Does Revealing that make sense? like your authenticity, which you talk about a lot. It's talked about a lot, but so do you think do you think when you were married that you couldn't no. show that? No. Or didn't know was there? Well, I think that my ex took it almost as I was being flirtatious. Okay. Because um, I've, I've known you from the moment I met you 30 <laughs> plus years ago. You're just bubbly personality. It's like yeah. you have a way to light up a room. Oh, thanks. It's just the way you are. And that's, I remember watching <clears throat> all the Aguette dancers <laughs> and you were so animated just in your face and it would show that you, one, you were having, you were loving what you were doing mm -hmm. and you were vibing off the crowd you know, because you've got that to feed off of. Yeah. You know, and that's just, I, I haven't seen any, I haven't seen that diminish. Of course, I haven't been around you for many years, but yeah, I'm sure there's ups and downs to everything, but um, that's been consistent. Yeah. From way back when. Yes, it has, I guess. But, you know, you get moments in your life and you just kind of, you have struggles, you have um, issues that you're dealing with, with your marriage or struggles with kids or or work or money. school or d money yeah, yeah just everything and it just you, I mean the mental game is a huge factor on why we you know we just have a lot of obstacles but I think my journey has been I'm really happy with where I am as far as my journey goes but I mean I struggle I struggle mentally it's called normal probably yeah I mean I but it's it's who we choose to be around or it's who, do, who we choose to have in our life or, um, you know, what you put out there in the universe, right? So, um, but thank you. So I think that's a little primarily if I was married, I don't think I would have the career that I have if I was. Okay. Because traveling, I travel a lot or I'm constantly visiting other hospitals and I have a big territory. But anyway, yeah, I was at um, that company for a very, like maybe eight months and got approached by a big Fortune 500 company. And um, they were like, hey, I didn't know you were in medical sales. I had done some promotional sales for them or whatever. And I said, yeah, I am. Well, why aren't you working for us? I'm like, because you haven't offered me six <laughs> figures, right? <laughs> and so it was, it was just kind of like just a talk, and then pretty soon I've got this director that's saying, "Hey, would you be interested in moving if if we gave you this opportunity to grow this territory?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, okay, I'm making 
not six figures with this company, you know, eight months. And in less than a year and a half, I'm working for a Fortune 500 company. They're traveling me to Seattle, picking up all my things, literally packing me, moving me, unpacking me. And I drop myself in in Seattle and I'm like, oh my gosh. But of course, yet my boys were older. My son was just getting ready to go on his mission. And I talked to him, guys, what do you think about this? Like, what should I do? Mom, are you kidding? You're going to be making six figures? Do it. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, this is an opportunity where my boys can see me in a different light, see me be successful, not being married, you know, being divorced from their father, of course. And, and the kicker of all this, and I don't know if I want to say this out there, but... Um, I climbed the corporate ladder, I climbed that ladder so quickly and exceptions were made. And I'm not saying don't go get your degree, but I, I don't have it. I don't have a degree. Good for and, you. <laughs> no, that's a whole but, other co- topic of conversation, but following that, I yeah. have been looking into school cause I want to further my career. I want to be able to, you know, climb up and be a manager or a VP or something. And I want my boys to see, look, you need to finish school. And they're both in, they're both going to college right now and they're motivating me to get my degree. And, um, so needless to say, pick up, I moved to Seattle. I work for this big company. I'm in surgeries every day. Doctors are relying on me for my opinion what type of stents we're putting in people. Like just, it, it was crazy, crazy ridiculous. And, and it was very busy and I was making great money. And um, one day, you know, I was up there, it was about a year and a half I was up there. And I, um, I had this thought and I'm like, oh my gosh, what? I don't wanna be here my whole life. I mean, my boy's gonna be home from his mission um, you know, traveling back and forth for my younger son. I mean, he was in high school playing high school ball and I hated missing his baseball games. So luckily his dad would FaceTime me sometimes or just keep me in the loop. But the day I literally, well, let me, let me backpedal a little bit. I had a friend that worked for the same company and she was looking to get out and she was looking for two years. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, I don't want to be up here two years. I want to be home. I want to go back to Utah. So no joke. And I know people might think this is weird, but that day, I I really believe what you put out in the universe, that sometimes it listens to you and you get it back. But I was thinking, I've got to get back to Utah. I, I better just start looking. And on my drive home, the 405, I'm heading up the 405 back to Woodenville. And... I get this phone call from this gentleman and uh, he goes, Hey, Tammy, uh, how you doing? And I'm like, good, Mike. What do I owe this surprise. You know, surprise? And he's like, Hey, so are you ever thinking about moving back to Utah? And I go, well, well wait a minute. Okay. Now this guy was my very, very, very first in- interview in med device. He was looking for somebody to kind of partner with him and I had no medical 
device experience or you know working with hospitals and he calls me out of the blue and he goes um if you're thinking about moving back i have an opportunity for you and i went uh i literally was just thinking about this today no joke it's weird that you're calling me and um he goes well do you mind if i give him your name i'm like go for it why not you know he goes well i'm losing this part of the bag because he's an independent distributor and so he, so we carry several lines. That's what um, independents do. And so he goes, I'm losing it because this company is buying, um, is buying us out and I can't compete with this line anymore. And I go, okay. So I went through the whole interview process, everything just lined up and here I am back in Utah. I've been here two years with this company and I'm, I have more balance in my life. It's a smaller company, but you know, I'm still making good money. Not the kind of money I was making up in Seattle, but I have balance and I have um, opportunities where I can do more. So it's not the money, it's the personal growth. Yeah. So would that, is that a yeah. fair statement? Yeah, I would say. Awesome. Yeah. So there's my story. I guess. That's just part of your story. Well, part of it. Okay. <laughs> you know? So I, I, I keep thinking back to, I'm just playing devil's advocate here because that's what I do. Great. Here what we about go. those people that said, why didn't you just, I'm going back to your marriage. Uh-huh. Why didn't you just, why, why didn't you just stick that out? Because that's way more important than a career. What do you have, what would you say to that? Um... I went to counseling for nine months and, um, and I was, I had to kind of step back and look at just self-reflection on myself. I mean, I've done a lot more of that now, um, probably because, you know, I'm still single and it's been almost five years and I, I look back and go, okay, I've went to counseling for nine months, but what could I have done to change? And I think there's so much I could have done to change. And there's so many times where I wish I stuck it out and changed. Do you think you would have grown into the woman that you are now if you would have? I don't know. I guess, it's, I don't I guess think. you'll never know. You never, you, know. you never know, but yeah. you know, watching your kids struggle I mean they were older because of the divorce just yeah the separate it was hard for me because you know we we handled it very civilly and we sat down we're like okay why get a why get attorneys why pay this stupid amount of money that we're just gonna get mad every single month we're making that payment or whatnot we decided to be civil adults after 20 years of marriage sit down and go what's best right now and so you know we didn't get any attorneys involved and just sat down with a mediator and and you know we just put our big boy pants on (laughs) and you know he we had a business and it made more sense for me to basically find a place so that he didn't have to move the business with the big garage and everything that we had at the house. And, you know, we both agreed upon that. I, I struggle with that because, 
you know, we let the kids kind of see where I was living and I didn't see my boys as much as I wanted to. That was hard for me. Yeah. Super hard. Because you're a good mom. (sighs) You know, if you were a selfish pig, you would have been like, yay, freedom! (laughs) No responsibilities. I mean, don't get, you know, don't. I had my crazy moments and I dated crazy weirdos and I'm like why am I doing this crazy weirdos well you know know right after that I did I dated this guy from Canada well there's your first mistake well I know well you know and that's a huge huge lesson I learned like he lived there or he lived there so you he lived there he would come out back and forth and this is a whole nother story but we got time Oh my goodness. Needless to say, um, yeah, I, being with my, you were going to say something, but being with someone for that long, I think I was just trying to fill a void. And so that person that gave me attention. Being with your ex-husband first. Yeah. Yeah. So you were lonely. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to find somebody. I need to fill this void. And the, fir- the, the first person to give me attention, you know, he worked, the, the place of business was based in Utah. So he traveled, you know, to Utah and, but, you know, more of Canada. Gotcha. And that's how we met. And ah, you just try to fill it so quickly and you don't know someone, but then they start giving you gifts and money and they're just you know, paying attention to you, but then you're finding out these little... I feel like you're in high school again a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and you're going, wait a minute, something's not right. And I didn't listen to my gut with him, but everything I knew in my gut was so accurate and true. And so I dated him for quite some time. When I moved to Seattle, he came out to help me move. And then... That's when I uncovered everything that I felt, everything that I knew in my gut. Just because you started seeing it more clearly or he was just being more open about? No, I caught him. Oh, okay. I, I caught him in a moment of weakness. He had a, a alcohol problem, if not drugs. And... Um, and I think it, it was a blessing on how it all happened. Um, because, needless to say, he, it gets kind of abusive. But, um, you know, he's drunk at 11 o'clock in the morning, going off to get coffee. I'm studying for tests and things with this new company I'm with. And I'm like, I've got to focus on this. There's so much going on. And, you know, hours later, he's coming back with a coffee and he's stumbling. I'm like... Some good coffee. Right? And I'm just like, okay, I can't. can't. I've got to focus on my career right now. Right? Yeah. Because in my gut, I'm like, no, this is too big of an opportunity. Screw up. Just going to let him do his thing. Whatever. Long story short... You know, his phone's blowing up. I'm like, what's going on? He can't even answer me. He's, he, he's looking at me with this blank stare. And, and is it okay if I swear? But he, he has these pills in his bag. And I'm like, what are these? 
And he looks at me and he goes, these are fucked up situations. And I go, what's so fucked up, you know? And, and I'm just like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to pay attention. I've got to focus on me. I've got to focus on my career, everything that's going on right now. I moved clear across. Well, I felt like it was clear across the country, but I wasn't. But I'm like, what on earth? So phone's ringing again. I'm like, your daughter's calling you, all this stuff. And he's just completely out of it. 11 o'clock in the morning, and I answer the phone. And on his phone, it says, Sean. And I answer the phone, and she's like, baby, where are you? I'm worried about you. What is going on? And I just handed the phone, and I said, get the fuck out of my house right now. So Sean, Sean at was, that Sean, moment, Sean was a woman. Sean was a woman. His other woman. And okay. and then I turned my back and he threw me to the ground. Ooh. And I, luckily, somebody was cleaning the house, um, the house that I was renting. She had an abusive relationship. She calls the cops. The cops show up. I'm hysterical. I'm like, oh my gosh, is something going to happen with my job? I don't want to press charges now. I'm afraid. Now I'm fearful and I'm afraid. I don't want to lose this opportunity. I mean, this is something that I have climbed so quickly and have done so well at just and being who I am. you thought you were going to lose it? You thought you were going to lose it just because, because of, of that the situation. situation? Yeah. So the cops show up. I'm like, great. I'm the new person. Cops are here. And they sit him outside and in walks this officer. And he's got a bottle and a half of vodka. Smirnoff. Don't ever drink. Can I say that? Yes. Anyway, so a bottle and a half gone. It was hidden in my garage. His blood alcohol content could kill someone. He was completely hammered. Hammered. And um, I'm like, I had no idea. But at that moment, I had no problem going, shutting that chapter out of my life because of everything I felt in my gut, and then me catching him. You kind of trained yourself to, you were preparing yourself for it almost. Yes, but you know, he called 16, 17 times from jail, and I didn't accept one of them, and I just completely closed that. In the state of Washington, if any type of abuse happens, they throw a restraining order on you, apparently. Yeah, and so that chapter ended, and, and it's unfortunate, and I, you know, I feel bad for this woman that he was also basically, you know, he's living a double life, but um, he just died a little over a year ago. Because of she found him. substance abuse? And, yeah, she got back from the gym. I don't know exactly. His ex-wife called me. His best friend called me. Hey, we just want to let you know. And I'm like, hey, I haven't talked to him in over a year. I'm sorry that that happened. And of course I, you know, I have remorse and I cried. And I'm like, I could have saved him. Could I have saved him? I don't know. But, you know, I've gone through a lot of different obstacles. But then yet trying to keep my sanity and stay. I'm just, it's, yeah. I don't. I, we weren't even supposed to talk about stuff like this. We were supposed to talk about whatever <laughs> you wanted to talk about. This is your story. But anyway, needless to say, where I'm at, you know, I really want to flip the tides for my boys, and 
you know, my grand, my soon, like not soon, I shouldn't say soon. Oh yeah. My future grandchildren. Um, you're going to be a grandma before you're 50. Hey, uh-uh. No, because Hunter and I, we, we talked about that. Agreement? Maddie, Hunter, if you're listening, no. <laughs> so do they have to, do, do you have to be past 50 before they Yeah, I said don't. Make you a grandma? Like I am, yeah. Yeah, you're waiting. Mom, don't worry, we will. I'm thinking. So I have a bet with somebody actually, and they were like, oh, that they are pregnant by August, you owe me $100. So, uh, Corey, if you're out there, you owe me $100 because they're not pregnant. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Corey, pay up. But anyway, um, no, but the one thing that I did learn through all of this and where I'm at, um, my ex and I didn't do really well with our finances. And I let him, to, I mean, he did great were, with my credit score. When you were Credit score together. was fabulous. Okay. Yeah. But as far <laughs> as like having a retirement plan and everything, I walked away from a 20-year marriage, debt-free, because he took all the debt, but $12,000. $12,000 in retirement. Plenty to retire on for seven minutes, maybe. Yeah. Right? Okay. And so I'm like, okay. I had a great friend and he's like, you've got to go talk to my finance guy, get you set up. And now in less than five years, I've, I don't even know how to say it. I, I mean, I'm, you, I'm somewhere where go, I never thought I would be. Yeah. Secure. Yeah. yeah. And so awesome. trying to do that for my kids. Cause I'm like, you don't want to be like your, you know, your grandma and grandpa in California, they've taken a reverse on their house. You don't want to be like, you know, your other grandma and grandpa because they're 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 struggling and grandpa's working again after retirement just things like that i don't want that for them so i've started retirement plans for them because i want them to flip that and have that for their children well it gives you so choices when you yeah. have money and so money i started a new career a yes year, a year ago and realized i've been doing it wrong my whole life <laughs> i went to school i college degree secure job quote unquote which is the biggest effing myth on mm -hmm. the planet yep because that can be taken from you at any moment yeah but I I've got nothing right now in terms of you know financial security yeah for I mean at least set. I've got a, a new career that allows me that opportunity now whereas yeah. before it was just jobs right job 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 just over broke yeah that's what it stands for just so, over broke. Just over broke. I like that. And I've been surviving my whole life. And my dad always said, son, you just got to survive. And I'm like, no, dad, I don't want to survive. I'm an expert at it. I'm sick of surviving. Mm -hmm. So just changing that mindset. Yeah. It's been, it's taken, I mean, I, I realized it about 18 months ago. Really? How wrong I've been doing it. Uh-huh. And how I need to change it. And I need to not be afraid of hard things and lean into my discomfort Right. Because I would just back away from anything that was uncomfortable for me. Right. It's fear. Stupid. It's fear. It's total fear. Fear yeah. of, you're like, fear of what? Oh, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, you can keep that job for the next 30 years. Oh, that'll suck. Yeah. I mean, if, I'm not job shaming. If you like what you're doing, then, mm -hmm. you know, do it. Yeah. But there's so much more in us, I think, in each one of us than we, re we realize. And we just, right. we Again, you know, I've heard it a lot in the last few days. You know, you're the sum of the five people you hang out with, and I truly believe that. Mm -hmm. So, I'm just trying to trying to shake my old mental zip code where I where I grew up and where I, you know, right. 
It's hard. The battle between your ears. Oh, I hate it's worth that it. battle between your ears. Just, just knowing, and yeah, you struggle and you fall and you, you're like, oh crap! I did well. I had a plan today, but I, I just ignored it, and I had goals, and I just ignored them because mm-hmm. easy to lie to yourself. Yeah. But I just can't live that way anymore. Yeah. It's awful. So I read something today. I want to read this to you because, of course, I love quotes and motivational speakers and I listen to you podcasts. You cannot have and... enough of that. <laughs> no. Every, you have to feed your stuff. It's like yeah. air. Otherwise, you will go back into your old ways that you grew up with. Yeah. I mean, I there's times where my mindset goes back and I'm like, what am I doing? And you get there and you're like, oh, and I then feel I gross get anxiety. Here. I get anxiety and then I'm like, and then I'm depressed. And I mean, I'm not, I have moments where, man, I don't want to get out of bed. I do. Yeah. I have those moments and I'm like, what am I doing here? And I think my fear is being alone. And then, but anyway, I just was reading something today and I love it actually. It just says, uh, take a moment to reflect on what you have survived. Um, this is not to live in the past, but to recognize your tremendous growth. Uh, be grateful you are not who you used to be and you have used your abilities to triumph. To triumph. You have worked diligently to improve yourself and your situation and that should be celebrated. Honor your progress and keep trusting the process. Today, be grateful for who you are becoming and what you are creating. That's so ironic that you said that because I listened to something on the way in. Yeah. Very similar. Because you always hear, be grateful for what you have. And I think mm-hmm. we tend to think of that as the stuff or yeah. the people in your life. No. But be grateful for what you have come. Because it's yeah. so easy to focus on what you suck at. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I did 17 things today, but man, I really I didn't get that done. Yeah. So what? You cross things Focus off your list. Focus on the 17 things you did. Mm-hmm. We, it, it's like the, you ever heard of the missing tile syndrome? No. It's like if you're in this room, like say we're in this office and, and the room is filled with glamorous etched gold tiles <laughs> and there's one missing in the corner, you will focus on that one missing in the corner versus all the beautiful tiles everywhere in the room because it's different. Yeah. So it, it, it's drawing your attention and we yeah. do that with our our lives we focus and we fear what we don't have so we seem to attract more of what we don't have mm-hmm. it doesn't make any sense but that's we do that yeah and it's stupid yeah and crippling right when you realize it that's when you're like that, that's i think i've probably been the most scared my whole life in the last year and a half because i realized this is up to me. I can change all this. I'm not just floating. No, you have to I've take control of your life. I've been floating my whole life. I've just been blown about by every wind of doctrine, as sometimes scriptures say. Right. And just, oh, go, go try this. And instead of saying, no, I want to go there, I'm going to go there. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, hard. it's hard, but it's worth it because it's yeah. just the pursuit of it. The process is worth it because it right. stretches you and. Yeah. I have to write notes I mean, we're them. still young. Yeah. I mean, we got to like take control of our life right now. Yeah. There's so many things I want to do. I'm like, oh yeah. So that guitar sitting in my room, like my, that I bought for my son, but then I bought it back for my son. But it's like, it's just sitting there and ain't, I want to play the guitar. Ain't going to play itself, sister. Exactly. So I'm like, why can't five, four, three, two, one, you know, I got to get up and go for it. 
right? The five second rule. You just mentioned that. that I know, because I love her. It's so true. I love her. And you know who I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, Mel Robbins, five Kay. second rule. When she says, you'll never, the greatest thing I ever heard was, you're never going to feel like it. Yeah. The hard, the more I'm disciplined, the uh-huh. more I try to get up and work out or ride yes. or do my things, the yes. harder it is every day. I'm thinking it's going to be easier. It's harder mm-hmm. every day. She said, you just have to yep. do it anyway. It's, and the one we, wait, we wait for the feeling mm-hmm. to do stuff more often. I mean, speaking, this is my world. Yeah. I wait till I feel like it. Well, you know, my wife's always telling me, you just have to do things that are hard anyway. <laughs> and I've been fighting that my whole life, but she's right. Right. You know, just because I... It was, but what, what is, why are we fighting it? The fear of what? Change. Go, right. And it's so... It's easier to be, it's, it's easy to not do things. Right. It's easy not to do. It's hard to get started on those things. But going back to her, um, with that five second rule, the one that I'm listening to right now is um, take control of your life. And so I'm just kind of in the middle of that right now. And I'm like, okay, what is it that I'm afraid of, of being alone? You know, what am I fearing? So. Do you know what that is yet? Have you figured it Not out? Not yet. Haven't figured it out yet. Well, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's because we're in a culture that, especially here, okay, here in Utah. Oh, well, yeah. We're both here in Utah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the marriage capital of the world, probably. Mm-hmm. So you're surrounded by these perfect unions, mm-hmm. supposedly. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, every house has Not a story. Yes. Every house right. has a story, and, yes. and nothing is what it seems from the street. has been my motto for years, because you just don't know what's going on. But maybe yeah. that's what it is. It's just a fear of being in that category. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to pause for a quick timeout. Hey, guys. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. One, it's free. Two, There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many others. Four, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It is so stinking easy. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You will not be disappointed. And we're back. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, with my kids, I had the camp trailers, I had the boats, I had all these things that... You guys have always had the toys. We always had the toys, right? And I love, like, I love the dunes. I love riding... I mean, I went out there, what, a year ago. And I got on that thing like it was, you know, riding a bicycle. You know, take that thing up the hill and ride around the sand dunes, whatnot. But, yeah, I miss those times. And now I'm in a different space where... You know, I don't have those things, so I fulfill it with something else. So, for an example, um, I'm like, what can I do with my boys? You know, because Dad's got all that. So I took up hunting. Let's go kill stuff. I did. I I took up hunting. I, um, you know, got my concealed weapons. Sorry for all those that don't believe in guns, but I'm. Why are you sorry? Why are you? Well, I'm just saying. Well, I apologize, but I. No apologies. There's a point where there is no apolog- I need to protect there is no and apologizing. I'm a single woman hey, and <laughs> let me stop you right there there is no apologizing on this show okay good because you know I have a 
I have several guns, but I took up hunting. So I thought, okay, got my son a dog, got him trained. He's an, you know, upland, upland bird type, you know, pup that is so energetic. Bruno, he's big boy, 95 pounds, two years old. Anyway, um, so I took up hunting and I thought, oh, I'm going to do that with my boys because that's just something that we can do. I mean, their dad, you know, didn't really hunt. So I bought my boys their first rifle, their first shotgun, bought myself a nice shotgun, a rifle. No, I actually, I won that rifle, but it was a nice, you know, seven millimeter rifle. Awesome. I know, kind of crazy because I'm girly girly, but yeah, I'm a tomboy, you know? Yeah. You can be both. I am both. You can be both. I've been a, I've been a tomboy my whole life, but I love, you know, getting dressed up in heels yeah. like I am today coming from a presentation. Sorry, everyone listening, <laughs> you can't see this. Maybe I'll take a picture and post it. <clears throat> no, but yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's possible. You know, I, I really, yeah, you see what people put online and they only put what's great about their life on social media, right? Or what they think people want to see. I, right. I don't know if people, I don't I don't even know if we're consciously thinking that. Mm-hmm. I think we just do it unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to put a filter on, you know, make it look extra good. And <laughs> I, I've kind of come to the, I don't filter anything that I put out. Yeah. Because we're in such a fake world. Mm-hmm. So I don't filter anything. But yeah. Maybe, but I, I'm should, saying maybe like, I should filter things that come out of my mouth sometimes, but... Oh, I, yeah. Sometimes I should do that too. We all have our crazy moments. Yeah. Trust me. I've had a crazy moment. Just one? No, I've had several. Okay, good. Uh, alcohol is not a good combination with the crazy. It just it, it accentuates your personality. <laughs> uh, depending on what kind of mood you're in before you start. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Cosby said it years ago. Yeah, he said, I asked somebody about drugs yeah and they said, this intensifies your personality it's like well yes but what if you're an asshole <laughs> All right, hang on. so we'll wrap this up here um if if there was anything you if, if people heard nothing else of what you said today what what would be like a, some a takeaway about life or challenges or you know things you've gone through take each chapter Soak in each chapter, learn from it, um, figure out the goods and bads in those moments. Um, you know, you have control of your life, right? And so if you are not changing it, nothing will change, right? Yes, so true. And so... Because we say, oh, I hope things will change. Well, yeah. it means you've just put that responsibility yeah. on someone else. And I'm not saying, you know, I don't struggle or I don't have... You know these mindset struggles and and suffer, but this is great that we're having this conversation because I've just done a lot of self-reflecting in the last little while, and you know it's helped me grow um, in that aspect of things and the the trials that I'm kind of going through right now in my head. You know, yeah, doing well at work, but there's still the little. Yeah. But anyway. Struggling on the personal side. So yeah. Is it, yeah. 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 So 
Anyone listen? We gotta set Tammy up. Here. <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? No, uh, we don't do that. Singleness <laughs> is not a disease. Although it's portrayed I think you that have way. To be, you have to be healthy. You have to be half healthy and love yourself, and you'll attract that right person. Exactly, because your if you're a miserable soul and you are looking for someone else to make you happy, you mm-hmm. will always be unhappy. Correct. How can people reach you? If they want to, if they wanted to comment and say how much they love what you're saying or how much they think you're full of crap, uh, they can follow me on Instagram. Okay. Tammy T A M I K P O E, all one word. Tammy Capo. Okay. Excellent. Well, it's been awesome catching up after so many years. I appreciate you coming on to this crazy show of mine, and uh, I think let's let's we need to do a part two. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Follow up. Let's do it. Where she's slaying it. Slaying it. (laughs) I'm always slaying it. Always slaying it. All right, Tammy, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Okay. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to the Parish the Thought Show. We would love your comments and feedback on our website at briankeithparish.com slash feedback. If you love or hate what you hear, please give us a rating on whatever platform you find us. 